Welcome everybody again to Kingdom Conversations. So glad that you all are joining us again. So glad that you all are uh, just continuing listening. Um, we know that the women held it down for us for a while. Those were our wives, if you all didn't know. So those were some powerful women. So I know that you all had some great takeaways from their teaching. She made you um, say that? <laughs> nah, she mentioned it though. So <laughs> <laughs> as the, um, the OGs, as we come back, to uh, bring you all uh, more knowledge of the kingdom, more uh, kingdom thinking. When we say kingdom conversation, it's a conversation about uh, us talking about things that are going on in the world, things that are from scripture with the kingdom mindset, with the mindset that we're operating on a different government. We're not doing this with a mindset that's derived from any type of political group. We're not doing this from any influence from the uh from the world systems we're doing this all from the illumination of the holy spirit and from the illumination of the scriptures that will give us knowledge of the kingdom and how the system functions in the kingdom all right so um today i have with me uh my co-host as always octavian fulton how you doing today octavian i can tell you from kojic you long but uh <laughs> i'm doing good <laughs> It's great to be back. Um, you know, like uh, DJ said, our wives were the one who were basically doing this while we were gone. You know, we were sent off to war and stuff. So we had a legit reason why we weren't here. But uh, so, yeah, I'm doing great. So I'll hand it uh, off to Demetrius so he can tell you guys how he's been. Oh, I'm doing I'm doing great, brothers. Uh, definitely great to be back again. Um, we what a lot of people don't understand or know, I would say more so know is that we do have relationships outside of this um as brothers like we we talk about stuff we kind of fellowship we do those things uh, but it's always good to be on a platform speaking kingdom and doing what the father originally uh mandated us to do and spread kingdom uh throughout the earth so i'm doing fantastic uh, ready to get to these topics and um and bring some kingdom knowledge to it most definitely. Um, so we're going to get started with the uh, first topic, and that is staying focused on the kingdom during this economic crisis. And so what that means is just when we say staying focused on the kingdom, we know that we have a mandate, and that is to, br uh, to make earth just like heaven. And so, you know, during this economic crisis where inflation is really on the rise, where, you know, the, the housing market is just overly inflated interest rates are up you look at um shortages you know it seems like everywhere prices of food are going up uh prices of cars i mean anything supply and demand it, it's just crazy right now because we know there, there are many things that have taken place uh some people would even say that all of this is done on purpose so um what we want to do is is just you know what the question that we want to stem from this topic you know if i could say that what do you all think um, is the way that we, what's the mindset that we should have right now, even during this crisis? Because, you know, you see it's basically, uh, especially, you know, in the housing market, how rent is shot up. There are a lot of uh, millennials who um, look like they just may be, um, that they don't know what to do. You know, I got a call from somebody um, not too long ago about how they um, just uh, didn't, know how to um what to do during this housing market because they want to buy a home and so now that um their rent has gone up they don't know how uh which way they should go 
Uh, you have a lot of millennials who are now considering moving in with their parents. And then um, I got a call from somebody else <laughs> who was just talking about how um, their their rent was going up and they were trying to figure out what to do. You, you know, they, <laughs> I guess they called me because I talked to them about, you know, just the how I always talk about housing and real estate and stuff. You know, I try to be like my brother Demetrius who on track to be a millionaire, uh, a billionaire. I'm sorry. I said millionaire. I ain't mean to offend you there, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nah, just, <laughs> <laughs> so just during this time, um, you know, they just want to know what it is, what it is to do. Cause one thing we know we can't do is depend on this government system. So, um, just saying that, uh, I'll let, you know, one of you all tackle this topic first or, you know, tackle the, you know, the question that was stated. Shoot. There's only one man to tackle it. The man with the rolling on his wrist right now. Oh, you talking about me? Just <laughs> <laughs> straight out, straight out of, uh, Home Depot. Nah, I'm missing. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, so, um, you talked about, um, how many people are, um, uh, in, in a crisis. I feel like we, we are in a crisis. Um, I definitely feel that, um, we're talking about a recession coming and I think we already are in the beginning stages of it. Uh, cause if you look at, um, I think about the gross domestic product, um, and see all the price influx, the influx of prices, uh, i.e., gas prices, uh, food. Because uh, we used to go to the uh, grocery store and probably spend maybe $100, $125 a week, and it's kind of like doubled now. And so the food shortages, transportation, everybody's getting hit by di in the different industries are getting hit um, as it pertains to price increases, even with construction. Last year, we had the highest, I think it went over 300%. Uh, and material prices, and so it is a lot of things going on in the midst of it. But what we wanted to do is bring for kingdom uh, perspective on things because, as ambassadors, we know uh, that we don't own anything; uh, that we, we're managers of those resources and things that the Father brings to us. And so, as we talk about people being in a crisis, and the mindset is, if you really think about the mindset of people it has always in the majority of people in our in america they depend on the government uh to tell them and and they also depend on the media which is controlled by the government and so you have all these people that are on a system that from the beginning was deemed to fail and when it starts to fail or show signs of failing um all hope is lost and so as ambassadors, we know that uh, the kingdom of heaven has a whole different economic system. And the economic system uh, is provided by the king versus the government. So as ambassadors, we hear any earth. Um, and I think about the story of Yosef um, and how during um, the famine, because, you know, it was seven years of famine, seven years of, of plenty. And so during that seven years of plenty, like we've been seeing the housing market, you know, people buying houses, real estate, all types of things that are happening uh, and a lot of uh, resources coming into the hands of a lot of people. And now that we see that we're in going into that, um, that period of famine, but what's going to make the distinction between the two 
between ambassadors and people that depend on the government that's in America is that um, if you study the story of Yosef, you'll understand that he always focused on the father and he always had his uh, mind on the father and doing the father's will. And so what that allowed him to do is if you meditate on the word, the word is the, the, uh, the law of the king, which is the father. And so when you meditate on those things, you get directions from the Holy Spirit on how to move, how to do things. And that was the same thing that happened to him. He had the father on his side who was directing him. And so when that seven years of famine came, they had, if you read it, that he had more than enough. He was able to manage and feed other generations, other families. Um, and when we talk about families, that's, that's an indication of nations uh, being dispersed out. So this man, because of his position and listening to the father, he was able to feed other nations. Um, and so when we talk about, and I, I'm going to let someone else touch that, but when we talk about, <laughs> talk about how, how big uh, it is for us to change our mindsets, this is the perfect time to, uh, and I'm, I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad it's happening. You know, unfortunately, some people are, are in, you know, in lack of things, but it makes it available to another thought, another system, another way of living is available. And I'm going to let one of my other brothers touch on that. So I won't be talking two hours. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to touch on that part where you said you're glad it's happening because uh, I'm kind of glad it's happening also. Um, uh, our pastor speaks a lot about how we're in a generation of like teens and young people who are rebellious, but it's like a good rebellious. Like they can kind of look at things now and just be like, you know what, this 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 not right. This don't seem like it's for me. And um, when you see stuff like this, a lot of times we know stuff like this behind the scenes is probably generated. But at the same time, one thing you can see is like, you know, the rich gonna take care of themselves. You know, <laughs> they're gonna make sure that they stuff is taken care of. And, you know, what's happening to y'all is just, you know, hey, I hope you make it. But, um, you know, they, they, they land on their silk sheets and stuff like that. So they ain't worried about us. But uh, so a lot of young people probably see it and just be like, man, this system isn't for me. It isn't for us. Um, I was look, I was actually researching a company named BlackRock last night who has a lot of investments in a lot of companies that people know about today. And they're a company that like people believe they're like manipulated media and governments and economy and stuff like that. And so when you look at them, you you realize even more like how these businesses just really they're worried about themselves. And, you know, what they're worried about is basically like manipulating you to make sure that they can have as much influence and power as they can, as much money as they can. So it's so much stuff that's going on behind the scenes. You know, a lot of people believe in their political parties and stuff like that, that they're the ones that will save them from this and all that other stuff. When that's not the case, I mean, like Demetrius said, um, especially if you're a kingdom citizen, we have like a whole nother government we're supposed to be dependent on, you know? I mean, we know what America was founded on, you know, greed, capitalism, all that other stuff. But um, another thing I'll talk about is I remember uh, reading in scripture, um, there was a time where the Hebrew, the Hebrews, um, they were in Goshen. So basically when Egypt was basically, you know, going through famine and all that other stuff, like they were eating plentiful. I mean, right beside them, like it just looked like, <laughs> you know, like they were two totally different parts of the world. 
And um, I looked at that Hebrew word for Goshen, and when you look at it, it actually has uh, the word for garden on the inside of it. Um, like in the beginning when Adam and Eve or Adam and Matiz and Ege was in the garden. And we know in that garden, uh, everything they needed was provided um, and all that. So, you know, a lot of times when stuff like this goes on, I like to think about when they were in Goshen and how, you know, you could be right beside people who it seems like their whole life is being like stuff is going crazy. But at the same time, us as kingdom citizens, it's not happening to us. It doesn't affect us. So I don't want to be too long. I'll let uh get throw it back to DJ. <laughs> no, I mean, and just picking back off of what Octavian is saying, I mean, that's the mindset is that, you know, um, like he was saying, young people are seeing now that, you know, you can't depend on this government. So what they're trying to do is change this government. But, you know, with having a mean kingdom mindset, understanding that we are kingdom citizens, we will, we're never dependent on this government. We're dependent on the government of the of the kingdom of heaven. So that's where our focus is. We're staying focused on our constitutional rights when it comes to being a kingdom citizen. And we know that when it um, when you are a kingdom citizen, there is no lack in any area of our lives. You know, we know that the father is a strong tower. We know that the father is a, a son and a shield. We know that the father um that it is him who provides it you know we just have to be in position to receive so we um once we understand our rights and our privileges and the benefits of being a kingdom citizen then we'll understand that when things are going on around us you know we don't look at facts we're focused on truth and we know that you know true you know that is you know uh the word that is yeshua so when we're focused on living out um the kingdom mandate, you know, that basically says that we have dominion over the earth. We have dominion over our circumstances. So there's nothing for us to worry about. Um, and I shepherd said it, you know, you know, recently, if, uh, things are starting to cost more money, that, that means, you know, more money has to be coming to us. You know, there has to be an increase. So, I mean, that's what we look for. That's what we expect. We expect an increase, um, because we return our tithes. We, you know, we bring the first fruit, we give free will offering. We practice these principles that are on the kingdom economic system. And one thing about that tithe, you know, that 10th, um, is that it rebukes the devourer. So even this system can be a devourer because it's based off of, um, thoughts of um darkness like octavian was saying it's, it was founded on capitalism you know this is a product of the system at this moment you know uh it may seem like that the what they'll say like i talked about the millennials like the middle class may be hurting but thing is there are some people who are getting rich right now or who are waiting to get rich right now because they're going to take advantage of this economic crisis um so i mean that that's basically uh my spiel on it because a lot of uh, what is going on, and you know, we can transition to the other topic unless there's something else that you all want to add on this one. If you really look at uh, around the world, also, it's it's not just America. Like, if you look at other places around the world, like they, I mean, I'm talking about getting the business. I mean, if you look at places in Africa, people are dying like everyday kids, you know, from starvation and stuff like that. If you look at Iraq, you know, there. Um, farming industry and stuff like that the grains and stuff that they produce is being hit very hard just from like climate you know um so many places you can look at in the world that i've been keeping up with on the news because you have to look outside of like mainstream media american news 
like one time, like I said once before, they're owned by people who have an agenda. They have to push a certain message. You know, that company BlackRock I was talking about, they um they have a high percentage uh ownership in both of those companies. So, you know, you just really have to do research. But I yeah, look outside of like mainstream U uh USA media, um, because they just go push the same thing. It's so much other stuff going on in the world that you know, we would look at and be like, okay, we ain't got it too bad. Yeah, and it's 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 funny that you mentioned that, but uh, what I want to talk touch on was when you talked about the young people and how, um, you know, that it's a it's a rebellion, like you said, kind of a good rebellion in the in the sense of not just listening to what people are saying, but researching and finding out, seeing the, and getting to the source, and really. That is a principle when we talk about six stages of conformity as far as like finding out what thought is rooted um, when you look at America and the system. Because th these are things that have been building up, or building up over time. And if you, most people try to um, go and overthrow the government and try to, and try to create a new environment. But if you really and Octavia mentioned this, if you really go back to the root of how everything was started, it was all based on capitalism, an, an evil, corrupted capitali capitalism that's centered and rooted in greed. And we know that that's one of the biggest things that causes man to, to, to fall is that greedy spirit or that greedy or manipulative spirit. And so when we go back to the foundation of how America was, um, how it began, that's the that was the the root of it, and so the government, the systems, everything today stems from that root. And so instead of trying to cut off a limb and and grow a new limb and things like that, it has to be uprooted. But what we have to understand is the father, and I'm glad I, this was released because I was one one of those who was trying to get into political parties to go in and say, and and not to say that the thought shouldn't be there. I mean, it, if we have positions, especially in local government, we definitely need to have kingdom ambassadors in those positions, at least to bring forth a new way of living to help the people that have been depressed and, all, and oppressed through those times. But the overall system trying to uproot it, the father's not a part of that system. He didn't start it. He didn't ordain it. He didn't establish it. And so how can we ask and petition the throne of heaven, asking the Father to interfere in a system that was totally destructive or totally out of order and not a part of his system. Uh, it just doesn't work like that. And so, you know, the thought that I would like to, to propose to young people is that it's good that we're uprooting the religious mindset. Because really, if you look at it too, religion and, and capitalism was the main focuses of america because religion uh controls the minds of people and if you can control the minds of people you control where, you, where they spend their money and so <laughs> as we see today we see where people are spending money and seeing how things are happening because of the dependence of the government and so uh, i definitely want to touch on that and it really takes uh I'm, like i said I'm, I'm happy it's happening but we need more kingdom ambassadors to reach those lost kings because people when they when they detach from religion and that greedy system most people start going into all other religions and all these other things that 
um, are still out of order. And so it takes ambassadors who believe in the Father and believe in the scriptures to uh, impart that wisdom into other lost kings so that the message can get out and the, and the dependence of another system won't be rooted in us. So I definitely want to touch touch on that. That's definitely true. Because, you know, the nation of Islam, Hebrew Israelites, and all them can't wait to pick people up, you know, and put them in their stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of, and I mean, that's that's where a lot of um, people who join, like, the nation of Islam and Hebrew Israelites were just a lot of, you know, people who were sick and tired of being sick and tired of the way stuff was going. Like, you know, this whole, you know, 40-hour work week, five days a week, uh, eight hours a day do this this is how you pay your bills you know back in the day i was hearing somebody was talking about how um back in times you could provide for a family with a one household income but now it seems like if everybody's gonna just if you're depending on jobs it's gonna have to be um a two household income nowadays so um a lot of people are noticing like when i be on social media platforms like younger people they are noticing like you know like they was just having um they had a thread going that was saying like what's a scam um that has been so normalized now you kind of don't think it's a scam and people were talking about like health insurance how you know you can spend all this money on health insurance but it don't cover your eyes or your teeth you got to get a totally different thing for that or you know people talking about how you really have to pay for water and air you know so just a lot of these people growing up now they are like just seeing it just like i you know like hey this stuff is trash but i don't know if um many of them realize that but hopefully many of them get to a point where they actually want to do something about it and not just be like eh, you know it is what it is you know so yeah i think i was reading uh something similar octavian and uh it was the same thing people are just totally against and that's how i was when i uh first graduated college i was like who would submit themselves to this who would submit themselves to a 40 hour work week working eight hours a day and then you know what you're supposed to do on the weekends just enjoy yourself so you can go back into the 40 hour work week and it's like you have you know especially when you got a family you and you your wife let's say you and your wife are working like when do y'all have time to spend with kids i mean the school spend more time with your kids than you do so it <laughs> it's just it's totally against what the father originally wanted and so this system uh that we have here uh in america and then like i'll tell you and say other people it's not just here in america i know uh canada right now that some people are actually skipping meals because they can't afford to eat. Um, so it, <laughs> it it's all around the world because people are not living under uh, the understanding that, you know, basically that they could live by the laws of heaven, which will set them free from the bondage of the laws that we have in these world systems. Um, uh, and another thing about the, the government that we have specifically here in America, that it's a Babylonian system. And the thing about that is that it's eventually going to fall. So right now, you know, we're talking about coming out of this economic crisis, but it, at some point, you know, we're not going to come back. You know, it's going to be complete famine um, because, I mean, it, it's prophesied in scripture and we know scripture to be true. So a, a lot of ideas that we have, again, we have to go back to that source of thought and just like, where do we derive our thinking? And once we have a, uh, 
a, a source of thought, you know, we're getting that precept for ideas and we building, you know, as Demetrius mentioned, the six stages of conformity, we want a philosophy, a lifestyle that's based on the word, but we first have to get an understanding of how the kingdom functions. And I think that's what a lot of, um, especially like religious churches, uh, specifically Christianity miss out on, um, because it, it's just about throwing up a prayer and hoping something happens. And then when it does happen, you shout, you know? So it, it's not about living in our, in our rights or living, um, under, uh, or living in that kingdom dominion as, as we mentioned. And that, that's what, you know, like my brother's here, like, you know, this is amazing that, you know, we're not sitting here panicking. We're not sitting here blaming anybody. We're not blaming any political group for what's going on because we understand that it's all a system. And it's amazing that all of us just have confidence during this time because we all have families. So there's nothing that, um, you know, we are to get in fear about, to panic about, to worry about, um, everything that, that we have, we put our complete trust, our confidence in the word and we allow the word to work for us. All right. So, um, if y'all have anything, anything else, or I, like I say, I can transition to the next topic. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. It does. It does. So that, that's, that's the thing is, is right now we don't want to have a uh, broken focus. We don't want to be distracted about what's going on, what's going on in front of us, you know, um, because we know one who turns his hand from the, from the plow is not fit for the kingdom. So that's why we want to stay focused on the kingdom, even during this time, even like us right now, uh, just doing this podcast, you know, spreading the kingdom message, getting, getting that thought in you that, you know, that the father is here to watch after, um, his sons. And when I say sons, I, you know, it's really talking about in scriptures, talking about heirs. So those who will inherit the kingdom up. Uh, so it's not about us to get in uh, a state of, being distracted on, you know, what am I going to do financial? What am I going to do here? You know, that we pray in the spirit. We, re we receive direction. Um, you know, we receive counsel that there are things set in place in order for us to always succeed. And that's the way the father did it because he never wanted his people to be in bondage. And then, you know, people talk about, um, what is that? You, you know, you have those groups, uh, the religious groups who, who say that it was black people's fault for, uh, being in bondage. Well, the thing is, is that the father, uh, if you look in scripture, he brought the Israelites out of bondage. I mean, that's what I'm reading, you know, <laughs> he, he prepared, um, Moshe, uh, specifically to be a type of Messiah to deliver his people. And then once he got them delivered, then he wanted them to be set free. So, you know, they had to go through that transition process of getting all of that stuff that, you know, that, that was in them. Um, after being in Egypt for uh, 400 years. And that's why, you know, a lot of them who originally came out of Egypt couldn't inherit the land of milk and honey because they still had those type of ideas that the father couldn't build the prototype nation that he wanted. So um, this is my take on that. Um, yeah, when you mentioned uh, like how long it took them to get there, I actually had researched that a while back and it really would have took them uh, 40 days typically 40 days to get there but it took them so long because of the mindset and i think that's the same thing that we're dealing with today people's mindsets are so so connected to a system that is just wanting your money they want all your time they want your family they want everything from you and don't want to give anything 
Uh, but what I was thinking about was you mentioned that, you know, these things are happening, but as, mm -hmm. us as ambassadors, we're not worrying about them. And I just wanted to uh, give an explanation to the audience to why we're not worried about those things. Not saying that we don't prepare or we're not good managers, because uh, we, we definitely are. But what I want you guys to understand is that I, I base a lot of my confidence, well, I base 100% my confidence, not in the flesh, but in the Holy Spirit. And if you study the scripture, and we have to get back to that, most people, they'll follow the quote-unquote Bible, and Bible just means book of books. Uh, but if you study in the beginning, the Father communicated to us orally. And so... We have to understand that it's a continuous process. We still have to hear it in the Holy Spirit. And uh, I think it's uh, Corinthian. It talks about the Holy Spirit searching the innermost parts of the Father. So, and, it's, and it tells us that even the, even the deepest things and the things concerning you. And so the reason we place our confidence in the Holy Spirit is because if the Holy Spirit has searched the innermost parts of the Father and knows all the thoughts of the Father, is connected, rooted, and planted in the Father. That means that the Holy Spirit knows everything. And so, the and also the scripture tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. Economic crisis is not, this is not the first time economic crisis has happened. It happened throughout, all throughout the scripture. And if you, if you read and see the ones that put their minds and, and stay focused on the father were the ones who were always directed, uh, were always had plenty, like we just talked about. It's because their mindsets would never stayed on a system, but it was always in the system of the government of the kingdom of heaven. And so just a thought to you guys to implant a seed in your mind is that to put complete confidence in the Holy Spirit that he'll lead and guide you. And I always say this, and this is one of the petitions that I petition up to the throne of heaven, is that Holy Spirit, search the innermost parts of me and any thoughts that are inside of me or any um, anything that is tainting my belief system, be uh, bring to bring bring it forth so that I can use my authority that's been given to me to uproot it. And that Holy Spirit that you plant the word inside of me, inside of my heart, right on the tablet of my heart, because when things come up, when economic crisis happen, like we're seeing today, that I don't put my trust in that. You know, we run businesses. All of us run businesses and things like that. And some of those things affected our business. But I, I gave up ownership of my business about three years ago. And I went from um, owning a business to managing a business. So my mindset, what I'm saying, and also my lifestyle should always be a reflection of who I'm influenced by. And again, we want to put our confidence 100%. If you can put 110%, put 110% <laughs> of confidence in the Holy Spirit because we'll always get direction. And even when chaos comes up, we always have a way of escape. And so I definitely want to touch on that because our mindsets, they definitely have to change. And it's not just one of those little cliche things, you know, people talk about like just it's it's. It takes time. It takes actually studying the word and not just hearing it and just quoting the scripture when things happen for the kingdom of heaven to come in and help you out of those situations. So 
I definitely want to uh, touch on that. You know, when it comes <clears throat> when it comes to distractions and stuff like that. You know me, I'm I'm someone who ma- manages a lot of social media accounts and stuff like that. So you really um, see like, well, one for me, I have to make sure that I don't end up being uh, sucked into the whole cycle of uh, social media, because one thing it will do um, is it will take your time if you let it. <laughs> it will always be something on there for you to watch. It'll always be the next thing for to go see. Um, but man you know they was doing i was looking at um someone was doing uh basically a video essay on tiktok and you know i I tell everybody who will listen to tiktok the devil but uh so basically he was saying like how tiktok is basically like ruining the minds of like younger generations like how if they feel like um you're a kid or you're somebody who's on the social media platform looking up like uh different things about like mental health and stuff like that a lot of times they'll start pushing content on you of people who are struggling with mental health and you know all this other stuff and then next thing you know they actually have people kids on there who who are so wicked (laughs) they 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 actually had a um a girl that was pretending that she had Tourette's so she would seem like she was um she masked this whole community and stuff like that of people who were like sympathizing with her and also other people who had Tourette's and she was making it seem like she was uh, living with it, but she really didn't have it. She was just basically trying to tap into a market that she knew, like, if I act like I had some type of disorder, mental health and stuff like that, TikTok pushes that on people. And she realized that. So she pretended like she had it so she could capitalize on, you know, uh, basically a career make a career out of it or get some type of clout out of it or something so it's that bad that people are realizing you know kind of like having a capitalist mind of just like oh i see that tiktok is pushing this on people let me go ahead and you know try to be a part of it even if they have to fake it so and also at the same time i you know i tell people as soon as i got on tiktok they started like trying to shove sexual immorality in my face and i was like i gotta get off this platform so I just tell my wife, I was like, look, if we go, if we go promote stuff on social media, you will do it. I don't want to be on it. And even that guy was saying that, that, you know, if you put like you're 18 or something like that, and even if you don't say you're 18, because they, they have toddlers that are on TikTok because they say it's so easy for them to just get on there and lie about the age, that they're pushing like all types of immoral stuff on them, whether it is sexual immorality, whether it's drugs, whether it's mental health stuff, whatever it is, like they're pushing it on them. If we if you're studying scripture and uh, you get the Hebrew uh, calendar lined up, we're actually in the decade of education. Um, but what's important to understand is like the media. It used to be religion. I think religion was still it, it was number one on controlling the minds of people. But I think it kind of shifted with the revolutionary uh, millennials and it was a generation Z or X, one of them, uh, X Y Z, some of them, some one of those. But they it went from religion because they uprooting that. They're like, no, nah, I don't have nothing to do with church. I don't have nothing to do with this. This is X, Y, Z. And it shifted over to media. And I think about how powerful media is. And the number one source, or, or I say the number one thing that media takes from us is time. Because you can sit there and scroll on, like you said, TikTok. And this design is rooted. The algorithms are there in place. 
to get you to spend even more time, 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 time. And you start creating what they call a digital footprint. But all that to say that media is controlling the minds of people. And so um, it causes us to waste time. And I, I think about the scripture telling us to teach us to number our days, you know, so that we, we gain a heart of wisdom and heart, you know, thinking about that belief system. And then that belief system that is rooted in wisdom, which is established knowledge, which comes from, because it's either light or darkness, comes from the, the father or from the old serpent. And like you said, if it comes from the devil, then it's, it's rooted in that. But it sucks so many people's time. And when we talk about distractions, it's causing us to um, prolong our purpose, what we're sent here to do. It's prolonging uh, us being effective. And so we as, really, as ambassadors, we have to really be careful, like you said, about what we hear. Because if we hear, then because of uh, that seed that's planted, it can be planted knowingly and unknowingly into your belief system. And if we're trying to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us so that when the famine comes and we can't properly hear because we're distracted by the media because it's sucked up all our time and where you spend your time is where what influences you. And so when we spend our time on all our time on social media, when something happens, then we're going to go to social media for an answer versus if we're rooted and planted in the Holy Spirit and listen to the Father, when a problem comes, then we utilize the Holy Spirit. But I just wanted to touch on that while DJ was getting his, uh, his uh, thing connected. I wanted to make sure he had his turn to talk. By the way, I had to plug in my charger to my computer. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, um, just piggybacking off of some things that you all said, uh, you know, broken distractions are a result of broken focus. And so uh, even like uh, Demetri is saying, being an ambassador and having broken focus, that was something early on that I really struggled with because I was a gamer. Um, and I could easily spend 10 hours on a video game. I, easy, you know. Shout out to the gamers. <laughs> So um, just coming off of that, and then really uh, another thing that helped, you know, just I will say it, it did help having a family because I was like, I can't, I value my family more than I value, you know, a game. And the thing that we have to really value is the father, you, you know, because um, Demetrius talked about that too. I value what you, you look at your time and you see where you spend most of your time and you'll see that's what you value. And the thing is, is that it's easy to get distracted, you, you know, in, in these medias um, because, uh, you know, you'll look up and, and time is, is just gone by. But um, we have to make a conscious decision to make a change. Just like we made the decision to say, hey, I'm going to give up my life and live for the father. You know, we decide to uh, live as ambassadors to represent the kingdom. It's the same thing. We have to make a conscious decision and discipline ourselves. Uh, Shao talked about it, talking about dis uh, discipline your body like a runner for a race. So um, the thing we have to the focus on is, you know, we tell our bodies what to do. We tell our minds what to do. We, uh, we choose what we're going to watch. We choose what we're not going to watch. And once we have that discipline, uh, you know, within our minds, you know, we taking control of it rather than allowing things to control ourselves. And it becomes a lot easier, like I say, praying in the spirit, spending time in the word, because that influence of the word, it gets in you and it builds those convictions. And, um, 
those set of beliefs and it gets, you know, it gets into your belief system and then allows us to make better decisions. But as, lo as long as we, you know, we giving in to, to ways of the flesh rather than living out of our born again spirit, then things of the flesh are always going to seem more enticing. So we have to change the way we think <laughs> as simple as that when it comes to distractions and, you know, having that broken focus. Um, the father, when he created us, and, and this is the thing about the old serpent. And I know Octavian, he going to write a book one day about the old serpent. But <laughs> the, the thing about him is that he knows how we are designed. He knows that we are uh, creatures of habit by nature. So once we start, once you start getting the TikTok, how long does it take to create a habit? Was it seven days or is it um, three weeks? I can't remember which one. No, it takes three weeks to break a habit. Seven days, great one, I believe. Um, but once we, you know, once you're doing it, like every day, every day, it becomes a routine and it's, it becomes hard to break. Like I say, it, it's harder to break a habit than it is to create one. So the old serpent knows that. And so he'll use that against us, you know, because he'll, you know, he'll understand what he needs to do in order to control the minds of people. Even like, you know, our, um, our spirits, our spirits don't miss nothing. So all these advertisement, you know, billboards used to be a big thing, but now people are really on their phones. So everything has an ad now. I think even Netflix considering moving to ads, I mean, to, to pay for, you know, how bad their numbers look right now, but also because they understand that um, if they can get the minds of people to want to watch these shows, because if you keep looking at something subliminally, eventually be like, hey, you know, have you seen this? Have you checked that out? You know, I've been seeing it somewhere. You can't even recall where you saw it from. But a lot of these things, because they understand um, how the minds of people work, um, and really it's sorcery, uh, because you're using it to control people and, again, control their money, where they spend their money. And, you know, um, that's why... I ain't trying to jump all over the place. I promise I'm going somewhere. When we give free will offering, it shows our heart because you're showing what you value based off what you give. And Demetrius, he was the first one that I heard say this was that, you know, time is, uh, is what is it? Time is a kingdom currency. So where we're putting our time, that's what we're investing in. And so when we show where we're putting our time, we're giving that time freely to whatever is made available to us and we're showing what we value um but yeah that that's my uh take on that and then you talked about uh, now when you talked about i want you to touch on you talked about um uh, being a gamer i wanted you to uh kind of go into what it took for you because that's that's i mean that's a habit you know and i remember when i was when we were younger we spent a lot of time on and how you broke that habit can you go into a little more detail and in our table you because know, he's a gamer as well um well i don't i don't be knowing <laughs> i be trying to keep up but i don't but uh can you go over like how that process works of breaking that and how how it worked for you and i'm pretty sure maybe maybe y'all have this something similar or maybe two different ways on how you uh uprooted that well, to be completely honest, I mean, it was, um, it was the teaching. I mean, it, you know, a lot of it is the Holy Spirit, but it was also the teaching of our, uh, shepherd. I mean, just things that he was, I mean, he, he specifically addressed it. <laughs> and then when he hits that, it's like, well, I can't deny that, that this is wrong. How can I stay up, you know, all night playing video games? And then, you know, somebody saying, you know, he basically told us that, um, 
that's not the father's will for your life. The father's will for your life is not for you to spend most of it on a video game. Uh, when you're supposed to be out being a representative, how can you do that when you um, when you're spending most of your life there? And like, like I say, having a family, you know, understanding that my family needs me. And um, I mean, that's what that's what really helped me. I mean, it was gradual. It, it wasn't just, you know, instant. Um, it should be instant. I'll say that. But for me, it was gradual um because then because the mindset that i had was like you know this this is how i can relax you know i can just sit on a game and relax but that's not you know when he said this too it was um it was crazy because i remember telling tori uh i came home and i was like i just you know i just want to relax so you know i was like just let me have some time and you know spend some time on on the game and he said he was like i think that following sunday he got up and he talked and he was like talking about you want to relax you better relax in the word and so that (laughs) <laughs> no she didn't it, I, <laughs> but yeah that that's what um that's what that's what really helped him uh help me was was him just addressing it and then um he talks about you know you you know you want to he talked about you want to be married but you know you married to the video game so a, a lot of stuff was just him addressing what i was actually going through and, and for me that's what that's what it took i mean if you telling me that this is wrong why is wrong why would i continue to do it because my belief system now is cultivated to do right <laughs> instead of doing wrong. And so uh, once, once I hear truth, I'm picking up on truth and I'm like, okay, I, you know, I see it. And so um, then what I started to do was that time that was, uh, that was, you know, that was supposed to be spending. Learning. I started spending it more with my wife then, you know, having kids, started spending it with my wife and kids. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what happened. I, I didn't want to take away from my influence that I can have over my family as being that father-husband. So it, it was a shift in my mindset. That's what it was for me. For me, it was a yeah, little bit... For me, it was a little bit different. Um, the fathers lead me to be into the gaming area. So for me, I was already in it. But I got to a point to where I was, I was like, you know... Um, I know the area the father has me in here doing is more so uh, media, photography, videography, social media, marketing, and all that other stuff. So um, for me, when I started getting into this teaching and I was hearing pastor tell us all the stuff that we had to do, I started looking at everything and I was just like, where's the time in the day? You know, like, you know, first coming there, this was when I first was coming there. I was like, you make it seem like you got to be in the word 12 hours a day. Then, you know, I got to make sure I'm doing all the stuff with ministry. Um, then I got my job, but then I got the business I'm trying to start. I was like, where, I, where do I have the time to play a video game? So I kind of like just made an exchange. I was just like, okay, I'm going to be in the industry, but um, I guess I just won't be able to play. Like I can, I can research, keep up to date because I do the social media stuff. But um, I just don't have time to play it because um, we were doing, you know, um, service like twice a week. I was working, then all my time studying and stuff like that, um, meditating, praying. I just I just felt like I didn't have the time. So I was just like, you know, well, I'm going to be in here anyway. So it's not something like I just had to cut it off, period. But it was more so just like hey i'm gonna be on this side i have fun being on this side so it made it a little bit easier it kind of went like dj like i had to just cut it off and just be like hey i'm gonna more so go over here 
but just realize that, you know, hey, if I'm going to do all these things that he's telling me to do, that the father wants me to do, there's certain stuff I just don't have time for. You know, and even today, people tell me like, hey, man, you should play a game. You should play a game. When it comes to fighting games and DJ knows like what well, most most games, if it's like competitive, um, like League of Legends or something like that, like you have to spend time in that studying, playing, constantly giving like your uh, dedicated time to it. I mean, it's it's not something that you could just get into, you know, halfway like so. Yeah, that's that's powerful. So it definitely had two different, um, I guess I say transactions, two different things happening. But the the common core was the same as uprooting it, and uh, it really it really sounded like you guys. Um, the commonality was that you guys both spent time oh, evaluate the time you spent, and I remember um, the at one we had an assignment at the ministry. And one of the assignments was to, uh, for the next couple of days, track your time. Where are you spending your time? And so just for you guys to say that, I mean, it just reiterated, like, it is it is a kingdom currency. It's important. And the reason we say it's a kingdom currency is that um, if you look at the Father, the Father sits in eternity. And that means unending time. So the Father's never, he's never been governed by time. Um, so uh, five seconds to the, to the, to us. Um, could be 20 years to the father, you know, in, in the eyes of the father. So he, he's not governed by time. But when we talk about equal access, uh, having a common uh, e common access to a particular currency, we look at time, we all have 24 hours in the day. And it's all, it's all given to us equally. And so, but what you have to understand is where you spend the majority of your time is what's going to influence you so like dj was saying like octavia was saying if the majority of my time was spent and you even said uh octavian it was uncertain games that you play um and and we can change this with other things too because we have men uh lost kings in the earth that uh will spend three hours four hours watching uh, uh other men run up and down the basketball court uh, we have you know people watching people play golf <laughs> you know different things like that spending time like that and even with the women you know spending three hours in front of a mirror packing on um these products that are damaging your skin over time you know and spending that much time doing that uh not to say you know makeup is necessary in certain certain situations i'm not saying it's bad but I'm, what i'm saying is the time that you spend the more of your time you spend in the area is what influences you. And if the majority of your time spent on things outside of the kingdom is not building the kingdom or building you as an ambassador, developing you as an ambassador so that when things come up, we can give answers to problems. Then um, we see why the mind or state of people the way it is now uh, because of that. And so, Really, we just need to evaluate what, what we spend our time. And again, if you look at it, the media, social media, all these different platforms, they are developed by psychologists. And psychologists, you know, people with doctorate degrees in psychology that study, study the brain, how, thing, how we make choices. Um, 
and how we influence and how we are influenced to make a choice. They study, they, they learn that and they are, they actually are operating in a principle of meditation or how we, how we make decisions. Cause we have that free will, that free, free will to make choices. And so it's, it's crazy how we see, you know, the media now and how powerful it is. And it's all centered around the same thing. It's trying to distract you. And I really believe the enemy is definitely present in that area. Cause again, he knows how important time is. And we'll think we'll spend time doing something we think is good. And like, you know, playing games or watching, watching, um, you know, basketball or watching the stock market, whatever you're doing that you spend the majority of your time for you, it seems good. I'm not hurting anybody. You know, nobody's dying because I'm playing the game. But if you look at it in the whole, the big picture, you're killing your purpose. Well, I won't say purpose. You can't die, but you're hindering your time of effectiveness that you have in the earth because all of us got an expiration date. <laughs> we expire at some point in time and it, it really develops the choices that we make lead to that expiration. So Octavian used to talk about this all the time about what we eat. Some people spend the majority of their time eating and it destroys the body and it hinders them from being, you know, being effective. So definitely hear that from you guys. Um, I just definitely wanted you guys to share that because it's people that's listening that may have that issue. And again, it can be interchangeable with something else. Uh, for me, it was more so about business. I was always spending my time trying to look up business and things like that. Um, but when it was time to do something for the kingdom, I didn't manage my time right. I, I put it off. And it, into the eyes of the Father, that's, no, I, I'm, I want you to do what I'm, you know, telling you to do versus that because when you leave when it's time to come back what you did is being recorded by the Malachans and many people say angels and and they go through that every decision you made every choice you made every every second you spent doing something outside of the will of the father is going to be and it holds us as ambassadors to a higher standard so uh, I appreciate you guys digging into that because it was definitely necessary as, as it pertains to distractions. That was one thing I was going to say, because a lot of times when we <clears throat> talk about distractions, we'll talk about like social media and stuff, but it could be anything that's taking your time away from, you know, your purpose, uh, seeking the Holy Spirit, seeking the Father and stuff like that. So like Demetri said, it could be a career. It could be a job. I know, especially with women nowadays, they're really pushing them to, you know, uh, get their career going, get 50 degrees and all this other stuff. And, fraternities sororities you know a lot of people love their cars they'll like you know <clears throat> make sure their cars clean all the time wash them all the time multiple cars you know got to put a radio in it got to trick it out and do this and do that and do the other you know i know people who love like cars and motorcycles stuff like that that's where they're spending all their time at um so it could be any it could be anything I mean, shoot, even like your girlfriend, boyfriend, your spouse, if you just spending so much time with them, you're not seeking the father. I mean, you're getting distracted. So it could be a lot of stuff. That's definitely true. Um, and it, and really, um, like I'm glad that, you know, Demetrius was saying it and Octavian just giving examples. Um, and I'm glad Demetrius asked the question, you know, because it, it takes sometimes those real world examples for people to be able to compare it to their lives. Cause you know, somebody could be saying, well, I'm doing the same exact thing. How can I get out? Um, 
so you know everything about this was good i'm glad we're doing this again um and i think we're pretty much out of time um so thank you all once again for listening i hope you all enjoyed this podcast um i tell you you want to tell people where they can hear it at yeah you can listen to it anywhere podcast can be listened to spotify uh google play apple podcast uh stitcher all of them wherever you can find a podcast uh on youtube and kingdom conversations uh, if you just type in kingdom conversation we show up um we have a TikTok, we have a instagram we have facebook we got all of it so just type in kingdom conversations any social media platform and anywhere you listen to podcasts that's right so y'all don't have an excuse for saying you don't know where to find us all right so <laughs> thank you all once again for listening and shalom Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.